Hello, lovelies. Welcome to Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. In this podcast, you will find that there is no topic off limits and that we talk about just about everything that might be on your mind when it comes to knowing yourself, growing yourself, and the entire process of spiritual awakening. You will hear lots of laughter and hopefully join in, and you will hear the occasional four-letter word. You will definitely hear some inspiration, and occasionally you might even get your ass kicked. Come hang out and see what it's all about. Let's do this. So I've been thinking a lot about the meaning of colors, and then it was actually suggested to me that I do an episode on colors, so um, here we go. What had me thinking about it was actually the color black. Years ago, when I was getting my energy under control and figuring out what it was I'm really supposed to do in the world, all I wore was black. I was a teacher at the time. I called it my teacher uniform, but the truth was it was all I wanted to wear. And for many years before that, starting in junior high or high school, it was always just black or white. My clothing, my room decor, everything, that was what I wanted. And when I was teaching, I had a dozen black pants and a dozen black tops and It was easy, but it was more than it just being easy. I wanted to wear black. I desired it. I craved it. I needed it. It was all I was attracted to was black. And I wanted everything to be that as much as possible. Of course, my classroom was quite colorful, but that was a, I don't know, it was supposed to be, (laughs) right? So people would even like make fun of me, you know, the the music teacher early in my career was one who loved to give me a hard time for wearing black. You know, here I was this bubbly person, and yet I was always apparently looking like I was going to a funeral. Um, but it never swayed me. It, it, it didn't bother me. I learned years later that wearing black serves a purpose, that it is very grounding when we are sort of all over the place, that it is a good way to be calmed, It is a good way to claim strength and demand respect. There is an element of power and authority there and that it's really, well, grounding. And that certainly makes sense to me. And that was a period of time where I needed to be grounded, right? They say that black is good on your uh, spiritual realm if you're trying to get rid of dangers and fears, uh, banish energy that is slowing you down along your journey. And so in reflection, um, the black served quite a purpose. Now, this was on my mind because my son, not so recently, has only wanted to wear black. He used to be very into, well, lots of different colors. Um, Every day he had a different favorite color. The only color he has wanted lately is black. We looked at a number of graphic t-shirts, you know what the kids like. He happens to be a gamer, so all kinds of stuff like that. And even when there were many choices, he wanted the black. And he would just say, I want black. I I need black. I like the black. I want to wear black. And for him, it's quite the same thing, really. It's very grounding. It's very stabilizing. And, you know, he's young and his energy is all over the place already. And so the black does add that element of calm and seriousness even if it's not energy which I believe it is (laughs) okay but even if it's not it has that psychological effect on our personal psyche 
and on people around us. They just seem to take us more seriously. Some people even claim that having black around um, helps you to like get the inertia broken that's been keeping you in the same old, same old, and also like restore a concept of reality. Well, of course that goes along with grounding excess energy, right? So to sort of go back to myself and my whole journey of color, all I cared about was black, right? That's all I wanted to wear. That's my home was all just mostly black furniture, black everything. And it wasn't dark. I wasn't trying to be emo <laughs> or anything. I'm actually a little bit too old to be emo, so there's that. Um, but then I started to slowly but surely be drawn to color. The first color I was really drawn towards was blue. Not dark blue though. I actually, as I say that, I did start adding in like some navy blue, really dark <laughs> navy blue um, into my world. And even maybe some like really dark maroon, right? But dark, we're talking like the darkest level you could find. But the first color I was drawn to that made me feel shockingly different and surprised me was like a brilliant turquoise blue. And I remember the first thing I did was, I think I painted my kitchen cabinets or something, this blue. And I started wanting to buy that color in shirts and things. Well, now I know that that blue symbolizes peace and tranquility. It is trust and harmony and calming. And it really opens up the throat chakra, right? That ability to communicate, to speak your truth to put out there who you really are. And of course, as I say this to you, I'm thinking about a correlating experience that I don't know if I shared with you or not, but I was taught at a very young age that women were not going to like me. I was told this, right? Um, by people who probably shouldn't have told me such a thing. And so I believed it and it was my experience. Women did not like me seemed like I couldn't do anything to make them like me. And maybe that was real or maybe that was perceived because it was what I believed irrelevant. That was my reality. And I remember wanting to change that and being aware that that was very much, um, well, my belief, right? And so I started thinking, well, how do I become non-intimidating? And so I started to think of myself as cute and adorable. Everybody will think I'm cute and adorable. Well, the problem with that is if you're cute and adorable, nobody gives you any respect. I think about that as sort of falling in line with um, the colors and the black and the speaking up and the trusting and the calm and all of those things. And it kind of all falls into place with when the day came that I said, you know what, if I can make people think I'm cute and adorable, I can also make them respect me. And I don't have to be serious. Though I've never thought of myself as serious, but I don't have to be serious. I don't have to be all in black to be taken seriously. Suddenly I wanted this blue and I wanted it to be calm and I wanted it to feel safe. And so of course there it was. At the time I had no idea why. Once I give in to the blue, <laughs> it became orange. Orange was the color that I wanted next. Orange is abundance and warmth. It is affection, uh, sensuality. It's aligned with the sacral that sacral chakra where we take in all energy and experiences and that shift that was taking place inside of me to recognize 
not only to refer back to what I was just sharing with you, you know, that I could be respected, but also that I didn't always have to expect something to go wrong. I didn't have to always think that people would turn out being bad or that there was going to be a shoe that dropped, right? Because despite the fact that I was always bubbly and fun and all these things, I always had this feeling there was a shoe just above me ready to drop on my head. I realize now that the orange helped in that. Then, of course, I started to bring in other colors, and it's important to know what all these colors mean, right? Red. When you want red around you, it's about passion, strengthening your own passion. People think, you know, and feng shui says, put it in your bedroom. It ignites passion. Sure. But what does it do personally, right? This is your life school. What does red do for you? It ignites your own passion, and that is not just about love and sexuality, passion for life passion for work, passion for whatever, right? Yellow. Yellow in some cultures is considered um, sheepish, right? Weak or jealous. But what is it? What is yellow really? What does it do for you when you see bright yellow flowers? In fact, one of my lovelies brought me a bunch of beautiful yellow flowers from her garden just today. It is joy. It is sunshine. It is optimism. And these things make us feel more confident and more courageous. So we bring yellow around when we want to feel powerful. Have you ever seen a woman in a bright yellow dress? There's nothing more powerful. I don't mean pale yellow like she's trying to hide out. I mean like bright yellow. Power, right? It's true. Green is nature and the environment, youth, renewal, fertility, right? That's the heart chakra. That surprises people. They always think red is going to be the heart chakra. Red is not the heart chakra. It's the base. It is the, well, we can be very dramatic and call it the blood flow, but it is that connection to the core of it all. Green. Green is the heart. Green is what takes us back. It renews us. Your heart chakra is all about renewal. It is a spiritual filter through which all other energy must flow before we can bring it out into the world, before we can speak it, before we can be it, before it can go through that blue throat chakra to be cooled and handed back. Indigo, of course, is the third eye chakra. Purple, that royalty, clarity. Violet, well, if you've heard of the violet flame, quite an effective clearing tool, right? Of course, it is a tool and, and ultimately the work is all us, right? But the violet flame is very significant and uh, we could probably spend a whole, <laughs> a whole podcast talking about that. That violet is about our spiritual connection. It's the gateway to our own spirit. All these colors, if you're attracted to one over the other, not just because you look pretty in it, okay? I've always felt like I looked good in black, but that's not why I only wanted to wear black. Now when I buy black, it's because I'm like, I will look good in black. <laughs> but then it was not. It was, I needed the black, right? And then I needed the other colors, I needed them. I had to have them around me. Color is meaningful. It's not just arbitrary. We can utilize specific colors when we need them. You can call one in, you can wrap yourself in it, you can specifically dress in it or 
paint a room, <laughs> right? Man, if you could have seen what my black and white house turned into. For those of you who've been to my home, nothing like what I have now. What I have now is, um, I mean, it was eclectic. Don't get me wrong. What I have now is more spiritually eclectic, right? And funky. <laughs> but then it was just colorful. Powerfully colorful. I remember I even painted my refrigerator. <laughs> I painted everything. Well, those of you who listen to, um, well, everything that I put up, you know I've gone on a painting binge just recently, but I've painted everything a very neutral, calming gray as a sort of an offset to all of the interesting artifacts and things that I have. Th this is nothing like that. This was color. Every room had a clear color. If you need color, embrace it. Don't try to get permission. Just paint it. Paint the room, paint the cabinets, paint the fridge, change your clothes, dye them, whatever. Let the color into your world, let it flood into your soul, into your environment. It is important. When we go back to the chakras, right? The red feeds in from the earth. It is vital energy, creativity, expression as a physical body. We go up through the orange and it's that what do I learn and how do I grow? It's the assimilation, right? Assimilation, how do I utilize what this life has given me? It's important, right? Those lower chakras, the root, right? The Kundalini, the sacral, the solar plexus, right? The solar plexus is is orange. It's that burning up, right? We burn up what is no longer useful. We destroy that <laughs> organic chemistry textbook, right? We take the lessons, we take the benefits, and we release the rest. That is the orange. It's not negative. The fire is not bad. It is good. And it comes up, right? That red orange, lighter orange, or, or yellow, depending on who you ask. And then it starts to go up through the cooling colors, through the green of the heart, that gateway, that place where we decide if it is worthy, if that energy, if that experience, if that lesson, if that part of us is worthy, if it is worthy of who we are, if it is should really pass out through us across that narrow bridge of the throat and out of our mouths into the world, we must process it. And so as the colors flow into our life, as we think about that process, we're able to release and let go and speak only what is vital and important. This is powerful. And all of these lower chakras are what give us access to the ones that live in our head, to the ones that give us access to our awakening and our divinity, to that crown chakra, that golden, that yellow, right, or white. That's unification of personality and higher self. They come together right through that third eye, right through that place where we are royal and we have access to spirit, where we can translate pure esoteric knowledge into something useful to the human being. It gets clogged up. Not because negative energy is flowing up, but because we can only gain access to that when we're utilizing the lower chakras which evaluate human life. So we need those other colors, the bright ones to help us process things. 
maybe this is all too abstract for you. Go back. What color do I need right now? What color crystal are you attracted to? What color clothes? What color rug do you want? How colorful is your freaking bedspread? Is it called that color just because it seemed fashionable at the time? Because it was cheap? Because it was the best one in the store? Or is it really what you wanted? And if it wasn't really what you wanted, what would it be if it was? And pay attention to that color. Even if you don't, buy it and put it on the wall. Do you watch The Big Bang Theory? <laughs> I love that show. I've seen pretty much every episode. I'm sure I've missed a few. And I'm, I'm disappointed it's off the air, though it, it had its run. It had its time. In that show, um, my best friend was just reminding me that Sheldon wears different colors and they mean different things. They represent his personality, his emotion, during that episode, which is quite interesting because um, though they never really revealed it, Sheldon is pretty clearly um, Asperger's autistic and struggled with emotion, right? In fact, he had, um, he's one of my examples of canned answers, right? There are ways that we behave. There's things that we say, things that we do if someone loses a loved one that may not totally be aligned with how we feel or our spiritual understanding, but we know that this is how we behave, right? If somebody was upset, he would make them a glass of tea. His colors don't really go along with the spiritual nature of the colors, but it was very interesting to recognize, like, when I started looking at episodes to see, oh, this represents his anger or his hope, his fears. Now, this was done with quite a lot of intention on the show. We do it unintentionally right here. Every time you think, I need to wear that blue shirt today. Not because I feel pretty in it, but because that's the one. I need the red tie. Maybe it's a day that you don't even need to feel powerful, but damn, you're like, I feel powerful every time I put on this red tie. Whatever it is, own it. Own it. Look up the meaning and understand it, right? I would say take notes, but you can Google this, babes, okay? You can search what is the spiritual meaning of orange, and you can get a real short, concise answer to be like, yep, that sure the hell is why I wanted to wear orange today, because I've got this meeting, or I'm going to see so-and-so, or whatever it is. Most importantly, recognize it's helpful. And if you find yourself in a phase where black is your jam, give in. Wear the black. Wear it every day until you have yourself centered and grounded. Take the message. In fact, take the message of whatever color you're drawn to. As I listened to my son pick out t-shirts, thank you online, right? <laughs> I had its human desire to push him towards other colors, to suggest why don't you get the red one in this one or the blue or the green or whatever. And thank goodness for the little whisper in my ear. If he needs black in his world right now, I'm going to let him have it. Why resist? That could be true about anything. Colors removed, right? If we feel drawn, if we need it, as long as it's not too much drugs or alcohol or too many pieces of fried chicken, we should probably get in, right? It's not going to hurt us. We desire things for a reason. In fact, if you desire those bad things, you should Google what you're missing. Did you know that if like you're craving chocolate, all you want is chocolate, it means you're low in magnesium? Who knew? 
thank goodness for this horizontal access for information we have in these phones, right? And online, we have access to every bit of information. Google it, okay? Yes, some of it's gonna be wrong. Double check, make sure it's a reputable website, all of those things. But don't just ignore your cravings. We want things for a reason. All that is a way to say, embrace the colors that call your name. Before I let you go today, I want to point out that this is episode 80 of my podcast. We've been on the air for over a year, and I have done 80 episodes. That is not including my patron episodes, which um, I would love you to gain access to. I do need more patrons. We do need to be able to keep, stay on the air and attract more listeners, and that's where all that money goes. But so that you can share this moment with me, I didn't realize that 80 was a big deal. I was waiting for 100. But today I started thinking about what the number 80 represents. So it's eight plus zero. When you add zero to an, I mean, you know, zero has all its own stuff. But when you add zero to another number, it's like a lens. It magnifies the previous number's vibration. And the number eight is achievement, abundance, prosperity, and success. Perhaps today, a few rainbow colors <laughs> and the number 80. Maybe we turn a corner. Maybe we get that many more people to show up and listen and to awaken with us, to join into the conversation, and to wish us all a quite lovely namaste. Until next time, beloved. Namaste.